Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Diesel Coding Podcast, where we bring you the best tips, tricks, and thought-provoking ideas to elevate your development skills and help advance your career. I'm your host, Adam Alessandro. Just a few quick things before we get started. First, thank you to everyone who listened to the trailer. I really appreciate the support you all showed by listening and downloading. I hope today's episode will provide meaningful content and be the start of something great. Next, today's topic is going to be specific to developers, but that's not always going to be the case. I will have a range of topics, with some being more development-focused than others, and when selecting the topic for this first episode, I thought it would be best to jump right in with an idea that developers could relate to. So if you're not a developer, or you're just starting out and you don't have the experience to fully relate, I'll encourage you to take the underlying elements and try to apply that to your everyday mindset the best way you can. Lastly, I'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, or if you have any ideas for future topics, you can email me at hello at dieselcoding.com. Episode 1, The Daily Branch. I'm going to assume that anyone listening to the podcast has a basic understanding of branching and merging strategies within a version control system. But if it's not something you're familiar with, it's essentially a way for a developer to make a copy of the source code so that they can make changes without affecting the production version. When they're done making their changes, they can use the comparison between their local branch and the master copy to highlight what they've changed, either for peer review or if they need an approval from someone before they can merge their code into that master copy. If you've ever used or seen a document in Microsoft Word that has track changes turned on, it's kind of a similar function to that, but for developers. It also can serve as a giant undo button if you happen to push out code that breaks something out into production. Uh, revision control system gives you a quick way to right-click, revert, and push that change out uh, to basically undo what you've done. So what is the daily branch? Uh, well, as its name suggests, it's a branch that lasts for only one day. The idea of the daily branch comes from a blog post that I read many years ago in which the idea is put forward that if you can't finish your development on a particular item, say a bug fix or a new feature, in the span of a day, when you come in the next day, you should delete the branch from the prior day and start fresh. Now, I know the idea is going to sound counterintuitive on the surface. I know it did for me when I first read the post. But there is a certain element to this that if you bear with me, I will do my best to articulate. And I've actually found that when I use this method, it does lead to a better result most of the time. So first, to set the stage... Modern software development is tricky, applications are large, they're complex, and things happen on a very rapid cycle. So there's not a lot of opportunity for fixes and new features to take weeks or months to complete, rather things are typically measured in days. And what happens is, as we embark on 
say a bug fix where we can't solve that bug in just one day, we start to go down a path that is similar to the sunk cost fallacy or the sunk cost trap. If you're not familiar with what the sunk cost fallacy is, I'd encourage you to read up on it. It's an interesting problem in a psychological sense that applies to many different areas, but can certainly apply in a work setting to the feeling that we have already invested a lot of time and effort into something, and we need to just stay on that track in order to realize our goal of getting the feature done, getting the bug fixed, or even if it's not in a development sense, just muscling your way to the finish line. So although it sounds counterintuitive, what we get by scrapping a branch from yesterday and starting fresh today is that ultimately we produce cleaner, more functional code. And the reason for that is because we get to abandon what didn't work and focus on what did work or what shows promise of working. Since modern software is very complex, we don't always know, especially in the case of a bug fix where we might not have been the ones who wrote that code, it might be a system we're not familiar with. First, we have to diagnose the problem and then we have to attempt to fix it while we're learning about the code associated with this particular bug. Even though we're starting fresh, both physically with a new branch and psychologically, we still have the benefit of all of the information and knowledge that we've accumulated over the past day or multiple days when starting today's branch. But because we get to abandon all of the things that we know didn't work, ultimately we can focus more on a clean solution to the problem. If you've ever solved something and then looked at it later and maybe thought to yourself, wow, the solution was so simple. In hindsight, it was just one line of code or it was just one thing that I had to do to solve this problem. This really can come into play for something like that. Because what this approach allows us to do is look at a problem from a fresh perspective. And even though we don't have all of the physical changes that we made on the branch that was deleted, we still possess all the knowledge that we gained by making those changes. And perhaps more importantly, what this approach also does is it forces us to make more regular decisions about the changes that we've made and whether or not those changes have actually contributed to a solution. Many times when working on a complex problem, you'll go down a path that results in a dead end. And all of the changes that you've made in doing so theoretically should be discarded because they're all things that you know haven't contributed to a solution. But we quickly look for an alternative path, and those changes tend to stick around whether they're strictly needed for this new solution or not. There's a Thomas Edison quote that says, I never once failed at making a light bulb. I just found out 99 ways not to make one. The first time I heard the quote, it made me laugh, but it definitely drew a parallel with the work that we do in software development. To people from the outside looking in, it might seem as though someone sits down at their computer, punches the keyboard a couple times, and immediately comes up with a solution. But oftentimes, especially in the case of bug fixes, it takes several attempts to come up with a final solution. And when we finally arrive at that solution, it's the culmination of all of the things that we've tried in order to get there, both physically and mentally. And like Thomas Edison with those other 99 light bulbs, arriving at the solution that worked might have been drawn out 
by the fact that we kept trying to go down a path and kept trying to build on things that we thought would work, but didn't. The thing is, there's nothing that says you have to keep using the same branch or that you have to keep building on the changes from the prior day. Think a lot of times as developers, like the sunk cost fallacy, we want to show that we've been working on it and it's a really hard problem. And the easiest thing to do is keep building on the same branch, even if it's going in an entirely different direction than it did the day before. A really simple example of this that I've experienced firsthand is that when debugging something that's fairly complex, you might actually change the source code in order to make the debugging a little bit easier. Although I've used a number of different languages pretty heavily, these days I'm back to predominantly being a C-sharp developer. And one thing that would come up from time to time is when debugging, if you have an innumerable collection that has not been loaded into memory, it can be very difficult to inspect that in the watch window. Sometimes you can just add a to list method call at the end of your variable and everything will work fine. But other times it doesn't actually cause the collection to be loaded and you might get errors and it can be very frustrating while debugging to then not be able to inspect that particular variable. So when I know that this might be a problem, I will tend to modify the source code so that I can add the to list call into the source code ahead of where I intend to inspect the variable. This will ensure that by the time I get to the point where the watch is triggered, that I can actually see what exists in the collection. Now it might sound innocent enough, but this is a great example of a change that you might make on the first day to help you with troubleshooting the problem that survives all the way through the multiple days until you get to the solution for the problem. Now, when you're reviewing all of your changes to submit your pull request, it's easy to miss this very simple change that you made. It's just a few characters long, but it can have some pretty serious implications if it were to be left in and make its way into the production code. In this case, before the change, the collection wasn't being loaded into memory. Perhaps there was some additional criteria putting into its definition before it was actually being loaded, taking a collection down from thousands of records to maybe just a handful. By leaving that to list call in there, I may have just triggered the entire collection to be loaded into memory. And if it's not caught, this could easily cause performance issues with the application or performance issues with the server itself as it's consuming a lot more memory than it was just a day ago. And this is exactly the type of change that you need to be mindful of when you're creating long running branches. Because by the time you get to the point where you're ready to create and submit your pull request, it's much more difficult to look at every single change that you've made and evaluate whether that change was strictly necessary and whether it has any downstream consequences. But if you do it more close to the time you make the change, or if you're forced to replay that change in the form of deleting a branch and remaking that change onto a new one, it can not only help you to remember to revert those types of changes, but it can help you to evaluate all of your changes and understand which changes are adding value towards your solution and which should be discarded as they're just superficial. Let's recap. When faced with a long-running problem, it can be helpful to both reset your perspective and also to reset your branch. So just like you might say you'll sleep on a problem and you'll come back to it with fresh eyes tomorrow, 
or even when someone else is involved and you say, hey, I could use a fresh set of eyes on this problem. Remember, a fresh start has to actually be a fresh start. And if you're starting with the branch from yesterday, you're carrying all of those assumptions with you. Don't worry, because you'll still have all of the knowledge that you used when you made those changes. And if those changes are truly important, you can always just reapply them to a new branch today. So next time you're working on a problem that takes you into the next day, remember the daily branch concept and give it a try. I think you'll find that it can really help produce more efficient code and a more efficient mindset for solving the problem on the second day. And that concludes our topic for today, the daily branch. Thanks for tuning in to the Diesel Coding Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Alessandro. If you found the content here relevant and helpful, please like and follow or subscribe. If you have any feedback or have a question, topic, or idea that you'd like to discuss, please email me at hello at dieselcoding.com. You can subscribe to the Diesel Coding Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or all major platforms. If there's any place that you typically get your podcast that you don't see us, please send us an email and let us know. And thanks again for tuning in. Diesel Coding Podcast was created and is produced by me, Adam Alessandro. Our theme song is called Detective Beginning Adventures by Konovalov Music.